Lola, soy Lola, and you're listening to the Three Count Podcast. Welcome everybody to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering the Ring. I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, and you can look around because we have a lot of faces, so let's go down the roster. First coming up, he likes to think of himself as the host of the debate show, but he always gets pissed off at me or at one of us and shuts down. He is the man, the myth. Give it up for the host of the debate show, Chaz the Don. Chaz, the icon, Chaz Evans. It's your boy, it's your cousin, it's your nephew. It's the Don Chaz Evans. Happy to be on this debate. No, I'm sorry. Wrong show. Happy to be <laughs> on this interview show. I got some cool guys here. Some people I like to call some real good friends. So I wouldn't have missed this interview for nothing. Highest <laughs> as always. Next up on the roster, he's the swole master. He's the man who lifts more than the world can weigh. He is Always killing bears for no apparent reason other than to say he can do it with his bare hands like Zangief. Give it up for Chris Idol. Always happy to be here. And I appreciate you being here. Next on this list, he's only here because he's Chaz's little brother, JJ. Uh, First, I'd like to thank the sidewalks. Keep me off the street. Dangerous times going on, so make sure that you're locked and loaded. Chitty, chitty, bang. Can't remember the rest of the words, but okay. <laughs> wow, he fucked up his own catchphrase. This is why he's not invited to the show this often. And last but not least, this man, he is the Dark Lord, the legend. Give it to the man who, you know, Jesus owes him money and he's still trying to collect Damien Fatal. I invented the IRS. So, this is the three count presents now entering the ring, which means one thing for you. We have a special guest. And in this instance, we don't have a special guest. We have special guests. So, let's talk about these guys. They come from Outbreak. They are up and down the Mid-Atlantic and the East Coast. You guys catch them. They are so fly. These guys are known as the Throne. Hello. Thank you for having uh, us. Hello. Thank, How you? You. Thank you for having us tonight. Bet, man. We're so excited to have you guys on. So for our listeners and our viewers who don't know exactly who the Throne is, why don't you guys give us an idea of who each one of you guys are and then who is the Throne? Go ahead, Casey, since you always want, always want to jump the first gun. Oh, uh, no, no, you got that. You That's all you, Batsu. <laughs> all right, that's all right. you. <clears throat> but, Casey, these guys are used to me doing the introductions and stuff. Uh-huh. So. Oh. Okay, I, I guess I guess I'm gonna do this formally, right? Let me let me act like you guys are a crowd right now, right? Um, <laughs> oh man, so because you, know, you know you guys are talking about the three men, the three three men that come from the royal city. You are talking about three men that have graced God's green earth and have stepped into the four ropes into the wrestling ring, every wrestling ring, and dominated every single tag team we have come across. We are your 
AFCW World Tag Team Champions, AFCWM Champion. And even though our other member isn't here, he is the AFCW World Heavyweight Champion. So we have Casey Ligon. We have Batsu Kusanagi. Thank you. And we have Daniel Riley, of course, which that would be me. And we are the throne. <clears throat> Does that help? Did, did, did that help you? Did, did, did it help the views go did, up did just a little you? bit? Did, did, was that better? Yeah. yeah. Oh, snap. yeah. Yes. This is oh, the, yes. the new attire. Chase <laughs> Kusanagi. All right, Chaz, Chaz might not remember. We kind of knocked this block off a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's not okay. I wait. mean, well, obviously, you can tell his partner's not here. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not forget, though, who <laughs> drops you on your neck. So, that's... I mean, hey, let's re- let's remember who won the match. Yeah, that's record that's really professional exciting. about it. Okay, we can, we can talk about being it prof- we're being professional. I want to be professional about it, but I'm gonna say it like this: he has, he has to remember whose face got kicked, cleaned off, and double pinned for the three. I was front row for that. Yeah, but the yeah. thing is that you had to double pin me though in order to win. Oh, no, we just did it because we wanted to. There's a no, thing. no, no, it's no, no, it's okay, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, we, we beat you up the whole match. Yeah, yeah. We, we, kind of, we murdered you. Like, we, we made, right. you, like, made you the stomping, yeah. you know, stomping ground. Like, we, we stepped, we, we, like, stepped the yard on you and just dropped Yeah, you know, bricks. it's all right, man. So work, work, worked a little too much heat on you, brother. Chaz, uh, but Chaz we're, we're, good. We're, we're, we're happy to be here, you know. I was yes, you are happy to be here. Thank I, you I very much. I was my way from doing laundry, so I'm actually glad I'm up don't, there. Don't, don't put some, put some. Catch everything. Don't, he's, cleaning his, he's cleaning his tights. Yeah. My, my tights <laughs> just, are already clean, as you can see. They're clean. We have he's to, been, we, rest, we, we, he's we, been we. wrestling with temptation all week, and now he, you know. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> all Anywho, right. gentlemen. So I'll take I'll take back control. Then here's what my next question is for you guys, right? So how did you guys get into the business? Oh, uh, who wants to start off that question? Um, all right. right. Well, all right. Uh, let, let's let's not use the forbidden word, but you know, you know what? Screw it. So we all three of us started as uh, backyard wrestlers. I, I think everybody is familiar with the term. Sorry. We're all familiar with the term backyard wrestlers. I started my living room. Sorry, let's correct that. <laughs> go, go ahead. Well, you Nothing know, we weren't wrestling in backyards. We wrestled in parks, man. Because you know, yeah, uh, the, the the city does that to you. There ain't yes, no back concrete jungle all day every day. The concrete, That's right? Jungle, basically. That's the best um, way to put it. You know, and then uh, we all left and went to wrestling schools, and you know, did did normal shtick. Um. Do you want to give a little bit more backstory to that, or is that all? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of backstory. To that. Uh, um, well, let's try to make it like a minute less. Let's Bob, start. Bob and I went to the same wrestling school out here in New York, and uh, Casey went to a wrestling school out in New Jersey. I, I originally started off um, after I left the yard after doing it for about two years. I went to... Ace Pro Wrestling in Wallington, New Jersey at the time period. And Which then, is a um, yeah. really good school, though. Really it good is. school. That's where wrestlers such as Jay Lethal, AJ Lee came from. Sonny Kiss. Sonny Kiss is another one. And um, after that, I moved over 
and went over to BWF in the Bronx, where people like LAX came from. Well, Batu and I. And Batu, yep. and that's where I met. That's where I, I already had knew Danny and Batu prior, but, like, we weren't as, I would say, as close as we are now. Um, I was just starting out, um, young, young cat coming into the business, didn't really know much. And like, I had to do a lot of proving myself to, to the both of them. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you know, at the time we did too, I mean, we get our asses whooped. Boy. Boy. Um, <clears throat> well, I mean, from, from, my, from, well, from my point of view, when we first started between myself, Danny, uh, and a few others when we basically started training and stuff like that, like with the likes of, like you said, LAX, Mike, uh, Mike Drastic, and I mean, Mike Sanchez and Drastic. Oh, Santana. And Santana. Yeah, sorry, Santana Ortiz. Santana. Um, when yeah. they trained us on like, our first days, um, especially with um, Sam Torres, a.k.a. Riot. Right, um, right. Bronco, Inter- yeah, Nat, Bronco International. You know, things of those guys. AKA my gear maker. Yep, the AKA my gear maker. AKA the gear maker. The game maker. Oh, um, yeah, he taught oh, us yeah, how oh, to yeah. be, you know, he taught us how to be humble, how to be respectful when it comes to like locker rooms, you know, even though a when lot people of ring, feel like ring they etiquette went into play yeah. and uh, just <clears> taught, <throat> her, taught us to take the business serious. Yeah, and, when you, you know, when you basically, if you want to be a wrestler, you're going to do this and you're yeah. going to do this right. So going into locker rooms and stuff like that, you introduce yourself to every single body. You know, never walk in with mm-hmm. as if you're on some high horse, as if you don't know what you're doing. No, you go in there, you say hi to every single body because you never know who that person that you shake your hands with could be your next promotion. Well, yeah. You never know. Um, well, I think they would like to get to the next question. <laughs> yeah. We no, actually, you know what's great about this show, man? It's like we said, like, right before we start recording, man, this is a show, like, all about, like, it's all it's it's you guys' interview, right? So we want to hear about you guys, but then also, you know, it comes down to like, you know, like what, you know, like what do you want to give like your guys is like ultimately like what you guys are giving back to the industry. So talking to us about like stuff like shaking hands in the back room, like somebody who's listened to this podcast probably didn't know that, right? And in all the episodes that we've done, man, like this will probably I think this is like maybe one of like three times that it was ever really discussed was like, hey. Here's the reason why, because you never know who that next person's gonna be. So, yeah, great advice. Though. Well, I mean, if you get a lot of wrestlers that are starting in the business, all right, please wipe your effing feet when you get into the yes. ring. Oh my god, my god, you're, god. To do that. you're supposed to wipe your feet. Like, it's basically I see this so many in. times, and they don't wipe their feet when they get into the ring, and I'm like, my god, I would have got my head knocked off for that. Please, yeah. even, freaking even feet if you're, the ring, even man. if you're, um. Especially if you like to slide in and stuff like that, you can easily slide in, stop, wipe your foot, and then do what you gotta do. Do and something, do, some, man. do, do something, something that shows respect. Because I was trained by. Um, you need to show respect to that yeah. ring, man. And we used yeah. to get concussions in training. Yeah, I was trained by Ben Garcia, who was wrestling out in Puerto Rico. He he told me like if you did something really indiscriplinate, you'd you'd get your face knocked in. We, we we had a we had a plethora of trainers. My God, I mean, yeah. Yeah, every yeah. every day there was somebody else running training. But you learn something from everybody. It's like going over like, everything. It's like yeah. it's like going to like twenty wrestling schools in one because you know one might tell you this role looks good this way, and you know what well, you can do it this way, and you can do it this way, and it's like you know what I'm just going to do all of them. The one, the one thing I'd say I, I'll always take away from wrestling, but I've learned from about everybody, is um, if you feel like you're never learning anything in the business, you should stop. 
Yeah. Like, yeah, you need to stop. If you feel like you've learned nothing else, you have nothing left to give, that's kind of like your signs or your cues to just be like, you know, that's it. There's yeah. nothing left yeah, for me goodbye. to learn. Yeah, goodbye. Like, you got you to gotta look, look at people like Chris Jericho. You got to look at people like, I would say, Jay Lethal as well. Like, people who are consistently... Hell, even Bray Wyatt. You got to look at these people mm-hmm. and Kenny Omega and, and other people who are consistently changing who they are because they still have so much more to learn and give back. Yeah. I mean, listen, you never stop learning, man. Never. Yeah, every, every single day. You never stop. From the day you wake up to the day you put on your wrestling shoes and you get in that ring, you're going to learn yeah. something new. Yeah, you you, you learn. Always, always keep an open mind, but always, but always be a sponge to everything that they tell you. Yes. Yeah, that was actually, you know, what's funny is like you guys, we're, we're talking about this right now. And this was something I learned too, because like I'm in my first year as well, right? Oh. And uh, so the craziest part was is someone told me to like always keep a sponge at the top of your bag, not in your bag, on top of your bag. So that when you open your bag, it's the first thing you see is like, oh yeah, I'm here because I'm a sponge. I got to absorb, absorb a lot. That's actually a pretty cool thing, you, you know. I mean, for us, it was more of like, you know, metaphor. Nobody ever told us to put on our bag, but, uh, you know, no, they just kind of beat it into us. Like, hey, look, you know, you're going <laughs> to, yeah, it's like, hey, you're going to go to this promotion. We're going to get to this book. You're going to shake the promoter's hand and you're going to be humble. And if not, then, you know, you're going to get your, you're going to get I your head I took a drop like, kick from Brock on my first day. My oh, that's a big dude. My I took goodness. a drop kick from him straight. straight. He said you oh. could take a drop kick. I said yes. Those chops, man. Those he, chops. He jumped from right, like less than, like less than two feet from me, like that. Jumped and drop kicked me. Yeah. I took that like a pro and rolled out. I said, "Holy shit, my chest hurts." Yeah, yeah. well, you know when you're learning from them, you know, and then you like mess up. It's just like, uh, uh, you don't want to yeah. disappoint. But then you know when you finally get it, he's like, "Oh, see, go away." And I'm like, "Oh man." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so like here's a. Here's my here's my next question for you guys. Like, what do you think is like one thing that's missing from the industry? Storytelling, respect. Uh, I'm trying to think of like one that I want to say. I mean, there's so much that's missing. I would personally, for me, I feel like what's being uh, there's two things I feel like are is being lost. I feel like wrestlers, certain wrestlers, are not prepared. Like, I'm kind of like I'll say in the group, I'm kind of that guy that like. I like to be 10 steps ahead, but also 10 steps behind. Like, pretty much I'm, I'm the one guy that tries to come up with T-shirt designs and gear designs. Like, I like, like you know, it's, it's a bad and a good quality because it's like I overly prepare, but I like to have it so just so you know, okay, hey, let's say if we need this, you know, we need this. I'd rather not wait till the last minute or in the heat of the moment to try to get it done. I'd rather have it done way ahead of time. Now we have it in the back burner in the file. So guess what? We don't have to wait to do this, that, and the third. We already have these designs. We have this. And I definitely also say for me, like, storytelling in the sense of character-wise, like, I feel like there's no real depth in people's characters anymore. I feel like personally, if if you have been in the business over, like, maybe five, seven years, there's no real depth anymore because – Everyone is just so focused on doing the coolest, flashiest move. Everyone's so focused oh, on, God. yeah, you yeah. know, like, like I hate well, that. Like, investing say, yourself, yeah. investing yourself. I, I think that's yeah, it is missing. Like that sense of 
to me, that sense of realism is missing. Like, oh. you're in a damn wrestling match, okay? Why are we doing 40 flips? Listen, not, not, that, not that I'm against it because, you know, hey, athleticism and you get to show it out there and that's incredible. But I feel There's like it makes your – I feel like it shortens your career. You know, like, I'm not a flashy dude. I get in there and I will wrestle you. And, you know, if you want to trade blows back and forth, we will do that. But right. you're not catching me doing, you know, no Canadian destroyer off the top rope for a two count. Like, we're not, we're not, we're not doing that. Yeah. We're not. yeah. You know? Wait, um, but what to we, add on to it? Uh, Austin to didn't to it. need it to get over. Triple H didn't need it to get over. Yeah, he uh, Kurt Angle, Benoit, none of them needed to do any of that stuff to get over. So if they didn't need it, you didn't need it here. You know, it's just basically the it's basically is the show the performance of how certain people are. That there's yeah. no not even a criticism. It's just that some people just can't take real criticism to better themselves. Oh God! They take it as a grain of salt as oh yeah. he's attacking me. He's basically yeah. making me feel bad. It's like yo, you are here to learn. Right, if you did it wrong or you did it right, because sometimes even if you did it right, you still did it wrong. Yeah, man. You know, like, so show different. up and wrestle, man. That's it. That that's what the business is missing. That sense of realism that we used to have back in the day. That was it. That's that's my biggest thing. We all know kayfabe is dead, but my God, but, you can always make them believe when you're in the damn match. Yeah, like for instance, Chris Jericho, like whenever he's portraying a heel, like he he never does anything fan wise. He never takes pictures. He never does that. And then like I recently started realizing that, like I said, I'm I'm the youngest in the group. I'm the youngest who's been in in the ring with the group. But like I've no, I've been with another group that I won't mention the name. I think I like, got <laughs> being Just say it. Just no, say no. Project well, X. Project X. But I'm not gonna mention the members in it due to like absolutely not. I'm not going to mention that, but it's just like... Um, project failure. But yeah, project failure. Pretty much, I was in a group where I wasn't learning. Well, I was learning, but I was being taught wrong. I was being taught, you know, to do this and do that. But then when I didn't do it the way that person wanted, I got ridiculed. I got my... Like, pretty much, I won't lie to you. If, if Danny and Batu did not pick me up when they did... Or if I did not um, show them how badly I wanted to make it, you know, you know, I want this to be turned into more than just us, you know, getting signed. I want this to help us get financial freedom to just live our dreams, whatever we want to do. I want to transition wrestling to so much more. If they never picked me up, I would have quit. I would have hung up the boots. I would have quit. I would never look back because, like, my my hope. My creativity, everything was just destroyed. Like, and a lot of people don't right. know that because I'm, I'm just that. I was that guy that I'll show up and just act like I was happy. You know, and also for the fact that, oh, sorry if I'm away from the camera, grab some hangers. Um, when I remember seeing KC being put in a match, I think what's the name against Gray Wolf, and how the way they were utilizing his his talent, it kind of, it kind of really did put, it really put a real aspect of how the way I felt towards a lot of it, certain industries yeah. because certain, certain yeah. industries that they say that they're there for you and they want to see that you want, they want to see you progress and see you grow. Honestly, sometimes I call that, I call that BS because if you wanted to see somebody grow, why are you basically using your friends for, why are your friends getting business, all of bro. this? 
Yeah, I know. Yeah. I understand that, but really, I, I love the way your realism. ceiling looks, man. That's that's a great view. You know, the realism becomes the realism. If you know that this person has, you know, a lot of class, and you think that you can push him, don't just sit there and put him up against your friend and say, "Oh, you're going to go over like this because you're because this is my friend." No, stop that. Everyone's here to do something to progress themselves to be a better person. No one should be nobody's doormat or nobody's stomping grounds because you want to make them look better and then make them look like a yeah. piece of, you know, like a pile of trash. Yeah, you know, that, that was another, that hurtful. was a big thing. That was a really big thing for me too because I was in a company, which I won't name either. Um, I'm not afraid. That I won't, that I personally won't name. And I was, I was pretty much, I wouldn't say I was an enhancement talent. Like every now and then they'll give me a big win, but it was just like, you know, I was going up against names like Steven Person in person, um, Splendid Bobby C. I went up with ECW legend Gary Wolf. Um, I faced uh, Rage from FTW. Like I faced, I, w- I can say I faced a good plethora of people, but it was how I was utilized, how they they treated me. You know, you understand what I'm saying? It's like certain people treated me. It was just like I'm not gonna bash nobody. Like you know, that's one thing I've tried my best not to bash. But it was just like. I was in a position where I felt like I wasn't being utilized properly. And then I see my boys, they're doing the throne, they're traveling, they're setting the third. I'm just like, how do I fit? And that was the first thing that came to mind. How do I fit in with the group? Because I don't want to just jump in because they're my boys. And then I'm just like, okay, you know, when we get to this, the question about backstory to characters and stuff, like I realized that the character I was trying to portray, like it met up what they were trying to do. And this is what needed to get done. And I just, I, I, they'll tell you, I pestered them like day in, day out, like, yo, I want in. <laughs> yeah, my God. I want in. <laughs> and, it's, and it's no secret. And this, this is no secret. Like, um, Danny, Danny, at one point, he, he, he said it straight to my face. He's like, yo, I love you, but you're not ready. And I think this was at the ACW show. Yeah, I was at. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, look, I understand mm-hmm. how you feel, but give me one shot. One shot to prove and, to you I'm and, ready. And when he basically said that to, to me, said that to Danny, I was standing right there. My uncle, who's in charge of a, um, who's in charge of ACW, I told him, I said, if you see a young, if you see a young lad there named Casey Lightman, um, if you have a spot for him, I, I want to see what he can really do. And he, basically, he said, <laughs> "All right, let me see what happens." Come to find out, somebody didn't show up. Oh, uh, Matt Schreiber didn't show up. Right. Yeah. So I told him, oh, I said, you know always what? bring your gear, guys. Always bring yes. your gear. Yes. Even if yes. you're not on the card. Just bring go. it just in case because you never that's, know. Uh, that's um, some advice for you. So basically, um, Matt, Stryker didn't show, kind of, Matt Stryker didn't show up to the show. So I looked at Casey. No, my uncle came to me and he said, where's Casey? I said, he's in the back. He's, you know, he went, he went to go probably, he went to go put, you know, to help you set up whatever stuff that you were setting up. He said, tell him to go put his stuff on. His, his, his opportunity is right here. So I went in the back and I told him, Casey got over excited. I said, Casey, calm down. I need you to focus. The one thing I've always learned when it comes to me in this business, try not to be so over yourself because anything can happen at any moment. Next thing you know, you're fucked. So I said, right. Over, don't over, (laughs) overwork yourself for nothing. Just keep yourself at a calm posture where you can know exactly what you're doing. And when Casey went out to do the event, he did his, he did his work. More and then, you know, when he did what he did, he did more and a little bit extra. And yeah. then when my uncle basically told him, the hey, kid did good. Man, the kid did good. He he did he did very well. Good enough. It was good, enough, stood, to, stood, it was good enough to join the throne. I stood right in the back. And I see I stood I stood in the crowd 
and I had my stuff on. It was incognito. Nobody can know it was me. So I'm watching him doing what he's doing. And when he came out and did the whole, you know, going towards the end with the pin that he got, you know, the guy basically rolled them up one, two, three. And when he spazzed on him and took his shirt off and then had the throne shirt underneath and he says, everyone put your pinkies up, I said, less is always more. You know, I'm still wondering where he got that shirt from because he wasn't a member yet. I gave it to him. Oh, that's that's great. <laughs> All right. We are finding things out on the Three Count Podcast. <laughs> this is awesome. Let we me, are discovering me. things on the Three Count Podcast. <laughs> or, or did he take it from my bag without me even noticing it? But No, uh, no, you gave it to me. I know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. So um, I'm going to uh, jump right in and ask you guys, uh, where do you guys see yourself in five years? Um, where do you guys see yourself, you know, as far as the throne being in the next five years? Signed? So, honestly? Yeah. yeah. I, I either, agree either, so. either signed or have Probably. maybe – we either were signed or we denied a signature. We denied a contract. Yeah, you know? at least an opportunity to take that next step. Uh, you know, I mean, to be yeah, able to I walk mean, on the grounds of like it, other people. It's funny because all three of us had different end goals that we wanted. Um, you know, and and that was that was one of those things where people always asked us, "Hey, where do you where do you guys want to get signed to?" And we all all three of us gave them a different answer. Um, not that any one choice is bad. It's just everybody has their preferences. Yeah. But, like, we, well, the one thing I would say the mentality uh, – the mentality, I'm sorry, tongue twisted um, – that we have is that um, where one goes, all goes. Yeah. Which is true. Like, like what, what, what I want a lot of people to understand about the throne, and this is my perception, you know, the guys may have a different perception and everything. Um, um – the throne isn't a gimmick. The throne isn't just, okay, this is a last hurrah. The throne isn't just, you know, just something we threw together. The throne went from being a tag team to a family. Like a, a true brotherhood. A true, true brotherhood. Like. Well, to add on to KC, I'll say it's more of a legion because the way how I see in this standpoint, anybody can be I think everyone could call themselves royalty. Everybody could call themselves this and that. But the, the, the whole purpose of it is can you really stand your own ground to be your own kingsman or be your own prince self in the group while still being yourself? That's the main thing I always say. Because remember, Danny's one way, Casey's another, and I'm just, and I'm the third. No, I'm not the third. Well, I'm, the, I'm the other one. With tag teams and with uh, like stables and stuff, like you always learn about, you always learn about each other. I mean, no, Chaz, you have your own partner, right? So, right. How long have you guys been teaming up? Uh, we've technically only been teaming up starting what? That was March. And how? And how did I'm that March? You lost, kid. But I, the thing is, I've known him. I've known him for about. Jeez, like ten years now. Now see, now yeah. see right there. I mean, you you've know, known, you've known each other for ten, but you may have been you've known each other for ten years, but it feels like you basically guys are just starting off fresh. To me, I've known Danny for quite about six, seven years, or eight, even longer than that. Eight years, eight in total. Years. And when we wrestle together, it feels as if we've been wrestling for twelve to almost fifteen years. It's 
not just how the way you feel in the ring. It's how you feel outside of the ring. Yeah. I mean, we, we know each other very well. Uh, you know, so it, it's just one of, those, one of those things where it's like, you know me, I know you. So we, we're able to throw things together and always try to keep things fresh. And we're not afraid to tell each other when we know the other one screwed up. Or no. it's like, we should all work on this. Uh, you know, with tag team, tag team wrestling is just difficult in general because you have to rely on that other person to be but, able to hold the weight of your team as well, just just like you. So, and then at the same at the same time, that's where also tag team wrestling could be very beneficial because it's like, you know, where one person may be lacking, the other person can cover up. Okay, with, absolutely, right? I, I think tag team wrestling is. A lost art. It's great. Like I, we, not even we, just that. Stables, stables as a whole, because it's like people are trying to always okay stand out, do this, do that. Like there's no problem with standing out, but it's just like I, like I said, it's just the mentality I have slipped in with being with them for so long and knowing well, them for so there, long. There's a thousand singles stars, and I use yes, there's too many single stars because everybody's a superstar. You know, um, how many great tag teams are there? Not many. Not um, you. How many? How many tag teams can you can you say well, you you'll go to an indie show because you really want to watch a tag team? Not many. Nope. You know, and, and if you guys can become a great tag team, then that's incredible. Um, you know, I, you and Chaz have been team. Chaz, you and your partner have been teaming up since March. So, how many matches have you guys had? I want to say, let's see here. One, two, three. Three. Okay. Three as a tag team. Okay. Three matches as a tag team. Three matches as a tag team. Okay. It's understandable. Um, yeah. It see. takes a long time to start learning yeah, it, you know, those things. Uh, I mean, personally, I would say you guys did pretty good. I mean, when we wrestled, so. You guys have a good. No, I fucking hate him. Then that. No, <laughs> I love you. I love you too, bro. Love you too. We, we had a good match. I, I, we had a lot of fun. I'm mean, terrible. We, we beat y'all up most of the time, but we had a lot of fun. <laughs> so, my, uh, my next question is, what's one match that you are extremely, extremely proud of? Um... um there was a match that Boxu and I had in we, I, I'm obviously everybody knows who the Wilson moments are. So we wrestled for the Wilson moments last year. Our, well, the last time we worked, the second to last time we worked at the Wilson moments, we wrestled a team called South Philly's Finest. Um, I think that was a really, really, really good tag match. I'm really, really proud of that one. Let's just say that basically being in the presence of the Wild Samoans and them coming to us, especially Lance Anawaii himself, uh, Samu and Alpha, oh, oh. Alpha when we were in the back. And I love that. Like and said that, you know, you know, it's just the presence of them and them coming to us and saying that, yo, you guys did a fine-ass job. We want you guys to come back. That goes to yeah. show you that. You know you did something with them. Yeah, that I mean, liked. you know, um, when you have that match and you, you your the match is done and you're going to the back and you just know, man, that was really really good. That's that's how you know it's something to be proud of. And then you know, I've watched it back a few times 
Yeah. I almost cried. Wow. <laughs> I Damn. looked at that. I almost cried. Wow. <laughs> you know, so seeing, that's one match that I'm like really them. proud that we've done. Yeah. Seeing like idols like them growing up as we were kids, you know, to actually see them face to face, that's that's kind of a good thing. Yeah. Um and I think for Casey the ma- the, the the match that I'm most proud of him was him and De- yeah, him and Bennett, man. Him, that, him that Bennett. Was... Them boys, they took it to the next level. They made me yes. feel proud even though when I was younger. Yeah, they 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 work really well together. Their chemistry is really, really nice. it just it meshes. You and I, you and Bennett, you mesh very well. I would definitely say that. And then um I feel like what a lot of people don't realize is that in that match with Bennett, I was doing things that they normally would have never seen me do. Yeah, because obviously, yes, side, you know, we're, we're the same size, same height and whatnot. Now I'm a little bit more capable of doing stuff, but it was just like, it was the thinking on the fly for some of it. And it's like, I, I personally say that me and him, we had moments where we went blank. And I was just like, yo, do this. And he would be like, yo, do this. And half the wow. shit, like, I'll be, I'll be really honest, half the shit we did and most of our matches was on the fly, like Told extremely you. on the fly. Told you. No, that just means you have that chemistry, man. And uh, uh, like the first time I bust out a German, like like a German, I was just like, "Yo, take a German." He was just like, "You sure?" I'm like, "Yeah, just go." Yeah. Well, oh. Chaz took a German from us. Mm-hmm. Claymore with it. Oh yeah. No, I took I took I took the German on that, t- and I felt comfortable because when he popped me up and I jumped with it, just go back. Keep your neck in and jump back. I'll say another match I am proud of, though. Um, I have two. Um, I faced Arm, um, Arn Anderson. Andrew Anderson. Yeah, Andrew, not Arn. My bad. Andrew oh, Anderson. Andrew. And... I was just about to say, you wrestled Arn Anderson? Wait a minute. Yeah, I was like, oh, hold up, but I, I got to hear about this. Um, right. Yeah, I wrestled Andrew Anderson. I was about to say, I've kept up with your career since you went pro, and I don't re- ever remember you talking about you wrestled um, on Anderson. And then, no well, this, is, this, 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 this was never recorded, but um, <laughs> I, I had a scrimmage match with, uh, like, a little, like, quick uh, technical match with Jay Lethal. That, that was pretty like dope. A, like a practice match. Mm-hmm. But then we watched the student. But then we watched the student get in and just fucking have a match with nothing but fucking arm drags, and we're eating the shit up. Like that sounds like a lucha match to me. No, 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 <laughs> no. But you're not understanding. Literally, the entire there was no lockup, no no finisher, no nothing. It was nothing but arm drags. Oh my god, that sounds like lethal. A bit. I can a do that. Bit. I can do that. I can do that match. Arm drag, arm drag, arm drag, arm Japanese, arm American, arm Mexican. Yeah, I can definitely do something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, we're ducking two lines and arm dragging, bro. <laughs> that, that arm drag you never heard of. <laughs> Japanese arm drag. Uh, left arm drag. Right arm drag. Or Mexican and American. Oh, we're going to make it look like a hip toss. Up, oh, arm drag. Mid air. Okay. <laughs> let's get, let's <laughs> let them get their question. Good next <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's basically. You drawing blanks? Oh, we doing this interview on the fly. God, Yo, I, I don't mind doing it on the fly. It's on the fly, man. Yeah, it low, low key is on the fly, and like so, um, you know, I'll give I'll give it to to Chris, man, and let Chris ask his ne- next question. All right, cool. All oh. right, guys, my first question for you: um, What's the hardest you've ever been hit inside of a wrestling match? 
or the ring period. Individual, like individual, oh. like individual or separate? Like mm. individual answers. Mm. Star. Me star. Oh. I would say I would say there's two times there's two or three times I've ever been hit hard. I'll say the most <laughs> recent one is with um what's his name? He's from um blue uh, Matt? blue. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that me and him were just snug. Me and that him, like when snug. I tell you, he was just like me and him were going at it and whatnot, doing some tech stuff, doing some like, um, uh, the shine spot, and he just comes to me like you know he gets me close, he's just like yo, stiff. I'm like, okay. Then he hits me back, and we're just going back and forth trading shots, and I'm just like. I get back, like, surprisingly, I wasn't concussed, but I'm just like, oh, shit. This nigga really hit me. Yo, yeah, we, we thought you were concussed, man. We, like, we like he, he like, really oh, hit me. I would say the, the other time I really, really got and hurt, like, I would say is the time I was in a Fatal 4. Like, it's the one match I hate the most. I was in a Fatal 4-way. It was me, Omar Rockshaw, Nightmare, and Jim Anderson. Oh, God. So, so here was the biggest, like, I, I regret ever taking the move. So it was supposed to be an electric chair neck breaker I was taking. It's a tag team combination. So homie missed the neck breaker. I landed straight on my neck. So then I got up, and I ended up taking a stunner. Then two people got out after I kicked, managed to kick out. Um... I do a tiger roll, like a half tiger roll. At that moment, I knew I was concussed, like, because I couldn't do the tiger roll. You are such managed a... Hit, I, managed to hit, I managed to hit slice bread, like, pure adrenaline. Then Jim Anderson gives me the clothesline from hell, and I turn inside out. Legitimately, I, like, turn inside out. He comes back in, picks me up, and pile drivers me. Concussed. Like, completely concussed. Could not get out the ring by myself and could not go home by myself. I was just purely concussed. Like that's the hardest I've been like hit. Um, the hardest I've been, I think I as of recently that match would have been against SPF. Well, it wasn't saying recently; it was just period. No period, Mel. Yeah, period. Mel, yeah, Mel, period. Mel, 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 oh, the blind series. First, my all, first man. day, my first day, I took a clothesline from hell, and I damn near flipped. No, but you're saying in a match. Like, it's like in a match. Oh, in a match, match? No, no, it could be period. Mm. Like, if, if the hardest you've ever been hit was in, like, training, that's cool, too. Oh, no. Nah. I mean, I got a concussion during training. One of the hardest I got hit. I got, um, oh, I, I, I really didn't want to curse during this podcast, but that little motherfucker wrong, man. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That little motherfucker wrong, man. We we were working and he had a house of fire and his house of fire included ten forearms and those ten forearms turned into ten elbows. Okay, and we did a clothesline spot and I was kind of like almost legit knocked out. Like legit knocked out in the ring. I was so fucking upset. Man, I was like, wow, he rocked me. Yo, and then we did a like a double rolling elbow, and I think we fucking like knocked each other's block off for real. We were done. We were in the ring. We were done. Damn. Jesus Christ! Yeah. That's all he said. I don't even remember the match. I just remember that spot. 
<laughs> I think the hardest chop I've ever gotten from Riot was from Riot Rays. That was during that was during the match. He, uh, he concussed me with a clothesline uh, during training. Jesus, and like when he, he 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 asked me, "Oh, are you ready?" I said, "Do it." Like I got cocky with it. That was my second day of training. I was like, "Do it." So you know, I do the practice matches and stuff like that. He's like, "I was like, yo, do it." He so he got upset, and I looked at him. I was like, "Oh shit, I think I'm, I think I'm oh. really messed up." He came uh, out. I think field. I think the second time, I think I have three because it was one. One was Rome. Two was Matt Turner. Just like Casey, we wrestled blue and gold, and that mm-hmm. boy, that boy, snug. Uh, yeah, he's but it was all right. I mean, it's cool. It's not not like a complaining kind of thing, you know. And then my last one was I did a show, and me and Batu wrestled each other, and I was like, oh god, this is what people go through when we wrestle them. <laughs> my partner's snug as shit. Wow. Fucking trading blows, and we are just knocking each other's shit off. I'm like, oh. God damn. <laughs> I keep telling you, I don't play around. I, I don't play around. If you want, if you don't hit me, I'm not going to sell you. hit me, I'm going to hit you back. That's facts. <laughs> New chops. I felt them. I'll definitely say this. Okay. Um, I'll mention one well, more thing before guess. the next question. I'll mention one more. Before we get to the next question, believe it or not, me and Chaz has actually faced off once, and um, I can say me and him stiff the shit out of each other that one time. I had just, believe it or not, I had just came back from back surgery, and the doctor had straight up told me, um, yo. You, you, you can't wrestle. You can't work for six months. I made this recovery happen in three. And he was my first, bat, my first match back to, to wrestling. And I remember, I think he had, he had put me in a triangle choke. And I think he, because I, was I wasn't as stocky as I was now, but he was not expecting my skinny ass to pick him up and <laughs> power slam him. Hey. How and then, and then he, huh? How did you and Chaz meet? TCW. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I, I, I give you that. So I was in. I went to college in New York. I went to performing arts college, and I know what you're talking about. And um, so I was still wrestling, uh, you know, in the yard doing that thing, that that yeah. thing. Man, I listen. I, I don't shy away from it. If you want, if you pissed off that did the yard, well, fuck you, and you can suck That's it right. like because everybody else. <laughs> Everybody's so, done it. I, I tell everybody, yeah. everyone's done yard. Exactly. So like, I, I I'm not gonna shy away from it. I was in the yard for nine fucking years before I went pro. God so, damn. I I, I did. I, yep, I, I did it. From, I started in 2011 yeah. in my fucking sophomore year in high school, and I stuck with it till goddamn it last fucking year. <laughs> so, I, so yeah. I told his ass, yo, go to this person and get trained. He did. So, all right. So, but yeah, I remember that. Um, I went, you know, and I was trying, I wanted to stay wrestling because I wanted to wrestle. And I, I was, you know, I was up in New York and I just was looking like, is there any yard friends out in New York City? Mm-hmm. And I was TCW <laughs> and boom, I met him. And he was actually, I think that you were my, my second match in TCW. Yeah. I, I uh, my first official. Like my first, I guess you know, like, it was, was it Nikolai. No, was, it was I, Nikolai or was it Boondocks? 
No, Boondocks was after you. Boondocks was actually okay. my last match in TCW. I was there for a cup of coffee because I, <laughs> I was a poor, broke college kid. So Metro, I know that. Feel, I know that feeling. Don't feel bad. I know like that Metro also, from from the Upper West Side up to Coney Island. Yeah, nah, bro. So wow. yeah, Boondocks was my last TCW match. But yeah, Casey, listen. I hit him in the triangle in the Hell's Gate, and. I was like, yeah, you pick me up. He's like, yeah, yeah, I got you. Man, this motherfucker here <laughs> went whoosh and boom with the power bomb. And then if uh, you know, I'm I'm name dropping here. Abraham Khan, if y'all mm-hmm. you know, go look him up. My boy Abraham. In the uh, in the crowd, go uh, fall into the pen, fall into the pen. All you see is Casey out. He sells and then just. Falls right into the pen, and it's literally the most beautiful thing ever. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that. Because I was so confused. I went to you, just like, wait a minute. I heard, fall into the pen, fall. I'm like, okay. Literally, my man just went, ooh. Then then literally, the end spot was, I remember that. They This was the first time, like, I ever was in this position. They could not decide who to put over. Like they were, they were like literally everybody. It was a tie. It was a, it was a lock, and they were just like, "Yo, fuck it, you guys just figure it out." I'm just like, double, "Yo, it's a double, double count out." Nah, nah. I, I get, I gave him the, I gave him the win because it was just like I realistically thought about it in that moment. I'm like, I'm just coming back from surgery. I'm just, you know, and I don't know him, and he don't doesn't know me, but he would have the advantage because be respectful. <laughs> so he just came out of nowhere. And I'm just like, yo, hit me. Put nobody over. That's why you know. Excuse me. I was like, hey, I was just like, hey, hit me with the forearm. Well, no, yeah. no, no. Batsu, Batsu put me over. Batsu put me over. Dude, so you mean to tell me that when you talk about somebody who don't put nobody over, look at the guy up there named Chris Idol. That man oh. got the got the uh, the golden yeah. shovel. Nah, wow. that man, that man, no, that man been taking his Hulk Hogan vitamins. You see what that man looked like? Uh, Stop it! How oh, stop it! I don't. This ain't about little old me. <laughs> I mean, like, now the show that the show that Danny and I did was a street show, and people know him in the area. So I said, "All right, Danny, you be the face. I'm gonna be the heel." So everybody basically, of course, you go. You see me. You see a long trench coat. What are you gonna think? Oh, he's a heel. He's uh-huh. a bad guy. He, he's a. But he didn't even play guy. heel. We were we we did the matches two we baby faces. I mean, so we, yeah, we, you, we had the same gear on. I mean, shit. Yeah, but you, I still put you over. It's like, hey, like, you yeah, guys don't have a different gear? No. We, we thought we were teaming up today. <laughs> like, well, you're working each other. I'm like, oh, fuck. I was like, okay, fine. So at the end, going towards it, he did the double on DDT. I popped up, and that was it. He yeah. did Swanton. That was a good match. I enjoyed it. What I remember of it, because, you know, you were a little snug. Dude, and, and I keep telling you, you're going to hit me. You better hit me back. You, you pulled that. You, you, pulled, you ain't pulled no punches. I was like, yeah, God. Yeah, Chaz, Chaz. I'm going to say it like this. This, this, this ain't even a podcast no more. It's a conversation. This is Danny. This is Danny. This is Danny. I want to hear really? from this guy. Because I feel like <laughs> this guy has so many questions he wants to ask. He just doesn't know what to ask. I want to hear from this guy. Ooh, right ooh. next to me. Three count podcast guy. Three count. Yeah, come on. Three count. Three count. Oh, we talk about me. Yeah, we talk yes, about sir. you. Oh no 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 no. Uh, yeah. I have all my questions ready to be asked. I'm just right. asked. I'm ready for Chris to ask his last yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Uh, we waiting. Right, let's get to the next question. Because we reminiscing too much. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way, brother. 
what's the worst match you guys have ever had? Oh my Either god. Either or as a team. Which I against one? KC. Um, worst match. Worst match worst match I've ever had was a six four way tag match. Six man tag with KC with KC be on the other side. I hated that. Nope. The fatal four way tag match. That was the worst. Which one? The one we recently had? The we had that at a special Sunday show, remember? Oh oh god. God, that was a cluster. I would say my worst match. I don't know. Cause I hate I hate everything I do. Um <laughs> I hate everything. Um thank you. Um shit. Don't put everything inside the bin, okay? Don't put everything in the put everything inside. Um, I'm actually stuck. Um no. I hate that fatal four way match I was in with um with Omen Raksha. Uh, no, I take that back. WTF. Uh, Danny, Danny, that tag team match we did at WTF. I think uh, I think that. No, matter of fact, no, it's a tie between that match and the Fatal 4 match. Went without me. All right, so pretty much, like I said. Well, the, somebody the, works the shoot job, so, you know, they had to work Saturday. Yeah. Um, so no, much, but I think it makes right, it worse. Without being a hero to everybody. You have a bad match with a whole bunch of fucking dudes that have been wrestling for 10, 15 years. Everybody got to love that 20-year vet that don't know what the hell they're doing in the ring. Yeah, I think even we Danny. Yeah, Danny was there when I did the Fatal 4-Way match. He was just like, what the fuck was that? I'm like, I'm hurt. You are for the Fatal 4-Way? Yeah, Jim Anderson. I was Anderson. not there for that. I was not there for that. No, you saw it. No, my bad. He saw yeah, it. He saw the video. Not- and I was just like, I was just like, he's like, what the fuck was that? I'm like, I'm fucking hurt. Like, I'm concussed. I, I don't even want to talk about it. But now, that WTF match we had, um, the first. Your, your headphones. Can you hear me now? Yep. Yeah, there we go. My bad. I would say um, the match we had with WTF with the, with the bright, like, <laughs> Vegeta. Oh, <laughs> Vegeta. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna let Daddy explain it. Super Saiyan fat. Hey, <laughs> no disrespect to anybody in the business, but like, imagine the big dude in a Vegeta outfit, right? Mother call him Napa. Okay, right, no, any, not Napa. Uh, hold on, hold on. Let's just put anybody, everybody on this podcast. Yeah, ever seen the Boondocks? Yes. Okay, yes. Uncle, Uncle Ruckus, Uncle Ruckus with a Vegeta. Costume. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. So here, here's what happens, right? So we're waiting in for the the shine, right? Not the shine, the house of fire. Homie tags him in. Boy. I'm already in the ring. Guys, just just getting in, and I'm just like, what and, the fuck? And that sec, at that second, you know, he just messed up. Yeah, I'm just like, oh dear God. Okay, well, everybody here has been training, right? So you know that everything lands in the middle of the ring, right? So that wasn't possible because <laughs> by the time that the dude got in the ring, Casey had to run to him, and the dude just put his arm out for a clothesline. Oh, and he didn't even, like, bend the arm. He put his arm all the way out. <laughs> oh. Like, man, who the fuck trained you, man? Like... I have to turn inside out for him to make it look strong. You should never yeah. done that. that. Those are the. Oh no! Oh no! The best part. He gives me the second clothesline. 
Fine. He gets the Manhattan, the atomic drop. Fine. Big boot comes. <laughs> so, you know, big boots are usually, you know, wait, all right. Hold on, hold on. Where, where do oh, big just... boots are supposed to land? Okay. On the shoulder. Chris, <laughs> Clifford, right? Well, that's your name, right? Cliff? There you go. I mean, you can use my government name. I guess that works. Whatever, whatever. We go, we go red dog. We go red dog. That's that's people, people love the podcast. Where where are the big boots supposed to land? Boom, land the shoulder. Okay, so all right, a homeboy put a a big boot and it landed on the shin. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> ah. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, was this the story that you were telling me at Outbreak? Yes. <laughs> Mind you, oh, no, it gets better. I wasn't standing up. I was on a knee. Oh, no. Oh, no. A knee. Ooh. I am 5'4". 165 pounds. I am on a knee. Half of my height is gone. I mean, he oh. is midget sized at this point. And yeah. you I am mini me. In the shin. In the shin. That's bad. Wow. Yeah, I mean, because the only thing I was thinking after that was just like, Go home. Let's just go home. I hope he got his AARP. I think he broke his leg or something. <laughs> uh. Oh, shit. That's all I got to say. Oh, no. And then, the, and then the worst part about it was we go to the locker room after, and we're like, so how long have you been working? He goes, well, I've been training for three months. Uh. And you're in the show? God damn it. <laughs> Uh, I could not get. I could not be booked on a show until like half a year when I got bumped downright. Oh, I I didn't even work for two years. Six months. Two years. They offered me. They offered me to work after a year of training. I said no. I wasn't ready. And then by the time that I wrestled my first match in twenty, Black Dragon, I was ready, and it was a great match. It was a great match. That's another match I'm proud of, going to that one. That is one of the matches I'm most proud of. And, it was an incredible and, fucking match. What is the next question? And, it, and, and, this, right. and this is, bu- this is um, brought to you by no, Arizona. Best drink in the world. <laughs> I'm not last good. question for you guys. Mm-hmm. What is the biggest regret you have with your wrestling career so far? Didn't start it. Didn't start it early as possible. Didn't go to a wrestling school earlier. Didn't start earlier in my life. Um, I would say the throne was not made. Was not a thing. I would say that's the biggest regret because honestly, I would be real with you. Um, we did not have this much success, you know, doing what we were originally doing. But we didn't. No. No. Like but it was, merch was never. Like, like, merch was never a thing. Like, like, we were always just like, okay, when's the next, when's the next show for the month, for the one time out of the month? Yeah, because we weren't Every even show. booked like that at all. Mm-hmm. Like, like, literally now it's like, 
it went from when are we getting booked to like, are we done when are we yet? Off? <laughs> what are we taking off? Like, like what weekend do you want to take off? Because <laughs> not even, not even just that. Got a lot, got a lot of bookings. Like, like no, the month of November, like we're we're like triple booked. Like we we we're like. I think what the yeah fourteenth. Well, have... I mean, hey, listen. If anybody is running shows on the seventh or the twenty-first, we ain't booked. You know what? You know what? Hold on one second. Just to go quickly off topic, Mister Mister Evans, are you? Is there, is there any shows going on the seventh or the the twenty-first that you're working in Baltimore? Uh, no, because uh, only show I'm working in November is the fourteenth. The outbreak show. Yes. Okay, well, we'll be right there. Never mind. There wow. was a, fuck you, bitch. Um, there was there was a uh, there was a show on the fifteenth, but that got canceled. That was C three W. That that got canceled. So I'm only uh, doing it on the fourteenth of November. Yeah, but, um, but wait, you know, you know the fourteenth were double booked. Yeah. I mean, what about what about the Draven show? Um, when you spoke that's to the twenty eighth. Well, uh-huh. there's no way we can do all that. We're, we we are beyond booked on that week. Yeah, I remember that. We're beyond booked. We got three shows that weekend. Well, I mean, Mr. Like, Evans, if you want it, Mr. Evans, if you want some bookings, you know, holla at the brother, man. You ain't got to tell a nigga twice. We could probably get him on the other show for the 14th. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. already there that day. Uh, for Triple W A, no, mm. for um, I think what All Star Wrestling or oh wait, uh, 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 Sober Show, yeah, Sober Show, yeah, we could do that, yeah, we could do that. Um, but yeah, um, no, yeah, but conversations back then to now, it's more of like, what's the next, what's the next gear design, what's the next T shirt design, what's the next, like these were things we were not thinking about. We were more, nope. I, I can guess say say we were more selfish. Mm-hmm. And like I, I said, I, selfish, we we didn't know appreciative. Yeah, we. I would definitely we say that. Um, yeah, like we learned break etiquette and, like and we learned how to conduct ourselves, but we never learned like the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of the I, business, like we never got taught. Hey, this is how you get a booking. You know, hey, this is how this happens. Uh, this is how you make merch. We didn't even learn about merch, you know. Uh, Mike Morgan is the one that taught us about merch and like merch. how to really get merch, make merch, sell merch, profit, right. and all that stuff. Like Mike Morgan right. really is the one that did all of that. Like right now, like we're in the process of setting everything up. Like, like we're we've been conducting a schedule of things to just get things rolling. It's just like these were things that we now have to kind of rush to do. But I can definitely say by the end of the year, we should have our pro wrestling tees. Our Instagram page should be, you know, up and running by then. A Facebook page should be made by then. You know, like I said, gear and T-shirt designs are not really too much of a thing yeah. because we've we've conducted a team where it's just like it's a well-oiled machine. Each person in the throne has their responsibilities. And that's another thing I wish I would have learned too, just like responsibility and accountability. Like, you know, if you fucked up, just, you know, you, you, you messed up. Like, you know, don't just try to sugarcoat it. No, but now it's just like we're, we're, we're like a we're, – we're finally getting to that point. I can definitely say by next year 
the beginning of next year, we should be like yeah, definitely full full force with a lot of stuff. I'm coming after our podcast. I, I'm, I'm podcast. You're talking about merch. I uh, oh, you know yeah. just you know because mm-hmm. I like to, you know share the wealth, but what a maneuver. Um, that's where what you call it. Me and Prince, we have our all our merches on, and they're really good. Um, as far as like as far as promotion and stuff. So if you you know you're looking in uh, as far as like some place to sell your merch, definitely look at what a maneuver. As far as like online like sales and stuff, like they're really good. Okay. And they're That's not awesome. you know they're not cheap you know as far as like you know pro wrestling tees. Uh, no disrespect to pro wrestling pro wrestling tees because the three count podcast is on pro wrestling tees. Go buy your merch at uh prowrestlingtees dot com slash three count pod. Too late, you already uh, shit all over them. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't even know why. There goes your sponsorship. Salvage you, man. You straight buried you buried pro wrestling tees like on the spot. We got the golden shovel. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> All right. So let me ask this last question for you guys before we hop into the 10 count questions. What is one piece of advice I'd like to get just one from each one of you guys? One piece of advice that you would give to up and coming wrestlers? Um, oh, God. Where do we start? Uh, right, I'll, I'll just do one. Uh, when you are trying to get a booking and, you're, and you hit up a promoter, Send them a resume and a match that you did where you didn't go over. Mm. People want to see how you put somebody over, not how you win. If you're able to put one of his guys over, he's going to book you. Well, if you can work. (laughs) If you can work. If you're not the shits. If you're the shits, then go back to school. Like somebody named X-Ray King. Uh, 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 uh. Like oh, somebody who shit. does a big boot to the shin. <laughs> like I said, um, like I said earlier within in the podcast, just be a sponge. Be ready to yeah. be ready to learn something. Don't just say, "Hey, I know this is this," because honestly, they'll make you keep doing that over and over and over and over, and that's your punishment. Just yeah, you know nothing. You know nothing. Um, when you started working, where, what do you know? Nothing. I'll um, definitely sure. say. Um, me, I kind of speak a little bit of a metaphor, so I'll explain it. Um, have your guards down, but your guards up at the same time. Mm. Um, pretty much in the sense of know who you can trust. Pretty much, um, I'll go into one more like kind of saying, if they stand behind you, they're with you. If they stand beside you, respect them. If they stand in front of you, you know, that's your enemy. In a sense, keep your circles very small. Know who you can trust in this business because at the end of the day, the real dark side to all of it is it is politics. And you never know who could be there to screw you over, who could be there to actually benefit you. So it goes back to what Danny said earlier. You know, when you get into the locker room, shake everybody's hand because you never know if that person is a promoter, if that person is the next big name, or that person could end up being, you know, a brother in arms for life. You know, always, you know, do your best to protect your image, to protect who you are, but be respectful about it. Like, just watch your back, watch your surroundings, and just always be willing to learn. Yeah, that's great. That's all great advice, man. So, definitely, for people who are paying attention, there you go. But that's with all of our questions, man. But we got one last thing for you guys. So, let's not play around. This is everybody's favorite segment. It's the world-famous Three count 
10 count questions goes like this. We're going to ask you guys a series of questions. All you got to do, just answer it. First thought that comes to mind. You cannot fail this test. That's not entirely true. You can't fail this test, but you cannot fail this test. So let's put on imaginary timer. Bing. And let's go down. Friday night, what are you doing? Working. Uh, Watching SmackDown. Uh, if I'm not working, I'm working on throwing gear designs. SmackDown or Raw? SmackDown. 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 Team Blue! Early Bird or Night Owl? Night, Night Owl. Empire. Early Bird. Night Owl. Favorite movie? Desperado. Queen of Blue the Damned. Queen of the Damned. Oh, I'll, I'll <laughs> get some great picks. Best faction? The Throne. The Throne. The Throne. <laughs> Starbucks or Duncan? Starbucks. Duncan. Listen, as much as Casey sends me a fucking Instagram video about him talking about Starbucks, he better say fucking Starbucks. <laughs> Favorite podcast? Three count. Right now? Three count. Yeah. Three count. It's, like, it's, it's not like we had to say anything at all. It's not like we had to push this at all. <laughs> Unpopular review. <laughs> Best Catchphrase. <laughs> I came here to chew. I came here to, to whip ass and chew bubble gum, and I'm all out of bubble gum. DTA. Don't like trust all right. Each one of you guys nominate one person that you would have on this podcast. Draven Blaze. Oh. <laughs> That's the one. That's the one. Um. Now you go. Mm, I'm going to national. Going here. <laughs> With a fucking translator? <laughs> like. <laughs> hey, yo, Bronco, what's good? No, I have Melda Blind Fury. Um, I got three. Uh, Melda Blind Fury, William Biggs. Um, I'm going to do whatever the fuck. I want no, to stop. Um, William Biggs. My uncle. Okay, bet. And last but not least, because it's funny how somebody said it earlier today, favorite curse word? I, oh, no, 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 no. I do this at work. I don't give up. <laughs> I'd say shit. <laughs> so that is our three count podcast, 10 count questions. That's how it works. So with that being said, that's all wrapped up for us, but we've got one last thing. So guys, just for our listeners and our viewers, where can they find you? Facebook, Instagram, CVS. <laughs> <laughs> you can fuck. Oh, my God. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Instagram, and Wawa. Yes. Oh, yeah. Instagram, Wawa. Daniel Riley for the throne. The uh, throne Instagram. by the throne, Batsuko Sanagi. Um, Casey, Casey Lichen. For Instagram, um, Twitter is, I believe, is Casey Liking again. I believe I can fly. Every, everything is Casey Liking, Casey. Yeah, But but for the throne, um, we do have Casey. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Well, get ready for it, boys, because that's going to be your future guest, Bronco International, with a translator. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be like, hey, welcome to the show, Bronco. Oh, the glass, y'all. Wow. What happened? <laughs> watch this. Wait, hold on. I understand we're at the end of the show, but watch this. This is just for a funny moment for you. Ayo, Bronco. Jazz Evan, Chris Idol, and Red Dog don't like chicken. Okay. Oh no, don't be putting it out there. <laughs> they don't oh, like. They don't like chicken. Ellos son moreno. They they black. Go when you don't like chicken. Ayo, Bronco. They want They want you to eat a salad. They want you to eat a salad. No. 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 Tiene que comer pollo. <laughs> Yo, having a match for Bronco is the best thing because he's like, drop kick. Pro slide. Drop. Damn, damn, damn. <laughs> well, it, it, it's just the way he talks, but he, he really he really did help us a lot with our career. Like, we, love, we, we love Bronco, man. If it weren't for him, honestly, I think we wouldn't know half the shit we know. Mm-hmm. I'll probably still be in the yard. I'd be wearing <laughs> shitty-ass gear. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, with that being said, guys, this is the Three Count Podcast. I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, here with icon Chaz Evans, here with the Swole Master Chris Idol, here with Daniel, Casey, and Batsu, the throne. So, Check us out next time. Check out the next episode. Be there or be somewhere else. She's the greatest. (laughs) That was perfect timing. Wow. Hey, guys. It's the host of The Three Count. You know, Chaz Evans here. Make sure to let you know that I don't run shit. I don't do shit. I just talk shit. And uh, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Um, what else did you do? You should also follow us on all social medias. That's the Facebook at Three Count Podcast, the Instagram at Three Count Pod, and the Twitter at Three Count Underscore Pod. Also, if you like us a lot, a lot, you should definitely buy a, a t-shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Three Count Pod, and that's the number three. Don't be an idiot and type in T-H-R-E-E, because you're not going to find anything. So, make sure you... Follow us at 3CountPod or 3Count underscore pod on Twitter and buy a shirt. Be there or be somewhere else.